I think I'll buy a nice brooch for money penny on Amazon. Think again, 007. Doctor Innuendo, how did you find me here? I hadn't thought of that. We'll come <laughs> back to it. When you came in the room, I was a bit shaken, not stirred. <laughs> that was gross, 007. I'm disturbed by your weird hacky comedy. I want you to go directly to Amazon.com. Well, you're foiled again, Innuendo. Why? I'm going to skmorton.com and clicking on the Amazon button there. No, no, no. If you deviate, then S.K. Morton will get money. That's right. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Why do you like hack comedy so? Because they don't call me on my poor impersonations. Ooh, San Francisco strikes again. Now, if you'll excuse me, uh, I'm going to go to skmorton.com. Uh, I'm going to click on the Amazon button. Uh, uh, and then I'm going to shop as I normally would. Uh, uh, uh. Remember, innuendo, some things in here don't react well to bullets. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please, quiet down, and here we go, and roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Yet another display of America's plummeting standards. Tonight, SK welcomes... Kitty Carlisle, Kitty Kelly, Kitty Dukakis, and a demonstration from the Wright Brothers. And now, he's twice the third power of three and half the golden ratio, S.K. Morton. Oh, again. As usual, perfecto. Yes, I am. I represent the opposite of plummeting standards. <laughs> How do you solve a problem like Maria? Um, I usually use iodine. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, do you, yeah, are you yes. right there? Oh, no. Do, do you enjoy the um, little music we have Sounds. playing in the background before I do. the show? Yeah. It's very, it creates an ambiance. It does. And mm. it's eclectic. Yes. It's uh, 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 Disney stuff that creeps uh, people out. Because <laughs> it's not like, you know, a zippity doo dot. It's like... Uh, um, the ride theme song from Splash That's Mountain right, yeah. from the seventies, yeah, which it's happens to be really... Zippity Doodah, but yeah, sure. oh well, okay, yeah, well, I know you, you know what I'm saying. It, it, but there's yeah. a mix of that. There's Billy Joel. There's like Cusco. You know Cusco? No idea. They're a Peruvian jazz group. Do they do It's a Small World? No, but they play the panpipe. Is that like Zanfir? Yeah, I don't know. I just like the alliteration with the P. Oh, okay, yeah. So anyway, greetings, adoring throng. Hello, Welcome to everybody. SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco podcast on another night in the bomb shelter. Yes. Uh, senior member of the team, sound engineer of utmost adequitulence. Is totally here. <laughs> Please welcome Squidge McSqueezy. Yay! And keep it going, though. Oh. Yes, for our regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano. Yay! Yeah. I'm totally not here either. Yeah. Well, you know who else isn't here? Anyone Anybody. else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a creepy by ourselves episode. Yeah, well, it's a it's a uh, fun little midweek well, thing I, we've Well, I in. like my thing better. Yeah. Okay. We could make it a little alliteration if you wanted to. I'm well, I figured since we're going to completely Wrong, right crash in your, and burn tonight. Right in, your, right in your answers of what an alliteration <laughs> is. Speaking of writing in, <gasps> we've got something here. we got an email. Is it Mrs. Uh, Petticoat? What's the lady That's from? That's right, Mrs. Petticoat. No, no from Georgia. It? What's her name? Oh, you're thinking of Drama Mama? Yeah. No, but I can it's make been it from all Drama quiet Mama on the, like. uh, It's been all quiet on the Georgian front for some Frankly, reason. Frankly, maybe we've offended her and she's not listening anymore. I'm a hungry boy, all right? We, I need grits. Should we ask? I think I'm, I'm a hungry boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. end of the episode. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a hungry boy. I'm a hungry boy. Um no, maybe we should say, "Hey drama mama, if you are listening, this is a call to arms. We need an email. A call to action. skmortonpodcast@gmail.com. A call to grits. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a call to grits. Mm. You want to hear what Darren had to say? Oh, this is the actual email. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Who's is is he a this throng is, member or is yes, he just this a, is, in fact, this a fly by night is, email? This is former DHB. He came out of the uh, insurance salesman closet 
last season. Oh no, earlier this season. No, it was so before he was yeah. Darren, or before he was Darren, but he was DHB. Right, and now he's the mask slipped. Yes, and the lady said, "My love," and there was a phantom playing, or there was a, a key key uh, organ. All right, should we try over again? Should no, the whole thing? no, over? we're keeping that. Do you want to? That's work gold, on? ladies and gentlemen. Do you want? I have a lot of apple juice in me right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what did Darren say? Darren said this, dear SK. Starts off That's a solid well. start. God you know? bless him. He went traditional right. with that one. I like that. Is he's it a, Times he, New he's Roman? He's a purist. I believe it might be that other one. Which other one? The two that come up with I have no control over. Yes, Ariel. I believe weird. it's Ariel. Yeah, yes. with an A. I thought maybe you'd sing a little, little no, Mermaid there. No, I would there. not. No? Because okay. it's Ariel with an A. A-R-I-A-L. Why would I do something silly like because that? Because you do that. Uh, what's the song that you do? You're just stuck on Disney. What's the song you do? Part of your world. Part of your world. You don't want to As if you little? don't know. I honestly don't. You know, I didn't see that movie. Until what? A couple of years ago? Because you Actually, weird? I saw it after. Uh, you were already an adult? Yes. The last Disney movie I saw as a, as a young person was, I think, uh, Oliver and Company. Uh, I wasn't that young at the time. Oh, wait a second. And that's Billy Joe all up in there. Yeah, right? yeah, it was. That's why I went to see it. I, mean, uh, I was probably about 16, but I'm like, I'm going to go see Billy Joe. That's, all right. 16 seeing a Disney movie is not young person. Well, that's not an old person. But it's not a it's not an age appropriate Billy Joel was in it. To to watch a, a themed Plus I saw an the animated. director's cut. He swore a lot. <laughs> there, was, but, he, there was a lot of there was a lot of dens. I did not watch Little Mermaid because I did I thought Oliver and Company was crap. Really? As was really everything after Jungle Book. You know, Fox and the Hound, uh, um but, 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 what's a Robin Hood. You didn't like Robin Hood? No, although I know all the songs to it. What is wrong with you? You didn't like I, Robin Hood. Well, it was because, it was, if you, okay, watch Jungle Book, and then immediately after watch Robin Hood, and you'll see they took the same characters and repainted them different colors, <sighs> used the same scenes, the same actions. It was really low budget. In any I case. I could see that. Because so the I snake and the snake and the mm-hmm. lion. But and the bear. Little John, was, little John was Baloo. What? Not only were they the same drawings... With different colors. It was the same voice. Phil Harris did both Baloo and Little John. Well, of course. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you use the same guys. Who was the guy who was the voiced Winnie Pooh? Winnie the Pooh. Uh, My Sterling, mom Sterling Holloway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was great. He was the Birdman of Alcatraz on Gilligan's Island. Yeah. What are you talking about? There was an episode where there was a carrier pigeon came to the island, mm-hmm. and they kept sending letters back and, and went back to the Birdman on Alcatraz, who was played by Sterling Holloway must have been sweet, and he kept thinking it was sweeps a, week. He kept thinking that the letters were from a woman, and that they were like love letters. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I, I'm sure it made a half hour of amazing comedy. No, it did almost as good as this. Right? Shall I get to the thing? Darren said, "Here, <laughs> he, I really he. enjoy the show, so we know he's a filthy liar." Right. Something that concerns me is the <clears throat> pedophile esque picture you have on your Facebook page. All right, so. He starts. He sweetens you up with sugar, mm-hmm. slams you with some vin. Yeah, right. I don't like right. that. If this picture, it's Trixie. If this is a picture of you, please exercise common decency and shave that mustache and get contacts instead of glasses, and then post a new picture. Here's the question. Yes. First things first. Did you? Is that an actual picture? Or is that an artist rendering? I did made you, that picture. All right. Did you take the picture and then go into Paint or Microsoft? Uh, paint and and painted or I don't or want to it? I don't want to give way too much. I will say people I'm, are going to recreate. I no, I don't even know the why one anyone. creepy well, guy who listens thing. to this. Here's Darren the doesn't even Darren doesn't even listen to the show. He's just critiquing you on your picture. You have to remember how this whole thing started. How did this whole thing start? Back in the very beginning when we had Coco Bear, which by the way. <laughs> People who have been listening for only a season or two right, won't know, know who Coco Bear is. So when you say when we had Coco Bear, it immediately feels creepy. It feels like some sort of like a either a Bond villain or a character from Laugh In or something like is hey, Coco Bear, or maybe the pimp from uh, um, remember Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, there you go. Yes, that's Huggy Bear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me explain. It was as if I had pulled bits out of the archives just days ago. Uh, Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're cool. 
We're cool. Are we? Yeah, it's all good. It's all, right. all good. Because I'm feeling a little warm. No, I don't. <laughs> We're... You're not with us yet, are you? I am with you. This is I'm, I'm getting used but to it no, now. The but, first but 10 I was, minutes or so. But you're... I was I was um, thinking that burritos don't exist um, in Mexico, right? Yeah, they're little. They're tiny donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. they're painted as a zebra, and you can take pictures with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking we need a new feature. Okay. Because so of what happened this last week. Yeah, and um, we discussed it. Yeah, prior. To I think we need a feature called animal obituaries. Yeah, because yeah. they just keep dropping on us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Khabib the gorilla. Little Khabib the gorilla. Oh, he was cute. Really cute was little Khabib. Yeah. And I'm not making fun because he was. I'm cute. not. I'm not either. I, I just. I just blame uh, human error for that one. Yeah. Gorillas yeah. are cute. So let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. So See. the uh, the door, the Kobe hydraulic stops. door. Yes. Is what crushed exactly it. Every garage door for humans has a, has a safety, and I was exactly. thinking, and that's what that's what really upset me. It, mm-hmm. it has a safety. Khabib was born last year. It was a big. Everyone loved it because he was one of the few gorillas born in captivity. Yeah, right. And he was a cutie, and he'd play for the people. He would you know do the thing with throwing the straw on his head and everything. Like that. As long yeah. as it was the straw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then. Uh, <laughs> Now, do you want to tell us the story? I'm sorry, I was talking too much. You, you did some research. I, I actually, I actually, um, I was been feeling a little bad, a little bad, a little, uh-huh. <laughs> little bad, because we spent a lot of time together. Yeah, and uh, I, I wanted to actually look at this story, and uh, I don't really remember a whole lot about it. Uh-huh. But certain things that sit on my mind is when the gorilla did pass or whatever, mm-hmm. they let the family, or was it the grandmother? Was it the what, grandmother? Was it the grandmother I that think so, yeah. they let the grandmother go in and actually? Oh my goodness! This before they put my heart. before they put the white sheet over whatever. Uh, <laughs> did they do that with gorillas? <laughs> before they put the oh, white sheet over, they let her no, like so touch well. touch uh, the bit, really? uh, the gorilla and uh, you know spend some time and yeah and then they were they were commenting on how the rest of the family were adjusting to the death and the lost. And how were they doing? Now, does this is what upsets me is that <laughs> who told them how to speak gorilla? It's like you how know, do they know what the gorillas yeah, are how, saying? yeah. How they how they know? I'll tell you what the gorillas are saying. Okay, what are they saying? They're saying first we need a virus, <laughs> then we break out of here and go up to Mirror Woods. <laughs> we bide our time for twenty years, and then we go, and then we hit them, and then we say Caesar, exactly. and then you hear no. I'm freaking out now. You got Ebola on one end of the country. I'm sorry, I'm yelling into this thing. You got Ebola okay. on one end of the we country. That. You got the gorillas that are being being assassinated over on this side. Yeah. That's just that's that's a recipe for disaster. I think we got some some problems coming. That's what I think. Yeah. Between the zombies and the monkeys. Mm, my goodness. No. Last Probably my, not now. My <laughs> last experience is having like San Francisco Zoo wasn't a good one. Yeah. It was when I was uh, it was a uh, field trip and I was in elementary. But you know how you have buddies that you're supposed to hold hands with right, and, you know, right. throughout the whole thing. So my buddy was, uh, I think it was Doreen or something. Anyway, she's running her mouth. She was always she's the loud. She's running her mouth. <laughs> she was always. She's, she's nine years old. <laughs> she was always the loud one. And so we're, we're, I'm, I wanted to be quiet because the, monkey, the monkey's getting agitated with her. And she's just talking loud, you know. And uh, the monkey throws his bucket and it hits is her that, leg. Is that a euphemism? Or was it an actual bucket? It was, at, or the, uh, the food, whatever. Going. So oh. she throws it, it hits her leg. She's crying hysterically. And she's, uh, it, she hits the ground. We're still holding hands. Because <laughs> you're a gentleman. And I start, I'm starting this like a boy band. We're still holding hands, baby. We're still Girl, you know I want to hold your hand. hand. You hit the ground. You're holding your knee. Girl, you got a boo-boo. You're hysterical. The monkey hit you in the And she just wouldn't she wouldn't be quiet. I was kept saying, baby, you gotta be quiet. You gotta you gotta accept the pain that's just been given to you. Look what you're gonna make me do to you. Look what you made me do. Look what you made the monkey do to you, baby. So what happened with the girl and the monkey that was mouthing off? Oh no, no, the monkey, the, no, the, the monkey throws the bucket. Uh, the monkey's like he doesn't care. Pop goes Louisa. Yeah, he doesn't care. He goes back to doing whatever he's doing, whatever that was. She's crying on the ground hysterically. She's still holding on to my hand. You're dragging her. She's dragging me down with her, and uh, that was it, pretty much. And and that, I, by that I remember. That's all I remember is that it was. She, she was just going, my leg, my leg, my leg, my leg. You know. And that was it, you know. Monkey was abusive. That's not right. 
monkeys. That is we don't need, you know, we need to have a 5K. <laughs> Please stop the monkeys. Stop the abuse Can I say a PSA right now? That's right. Monkey, monkey abuse is terrible. <laughs> so you see, Coco was a integral part of the show. It feels like it feels like I got transported just then. <laughs> yes. Because I didn't see and now I see. Yeah, exactly. Like I could see Coco Bear's face in a tortilla or something like well, that. Well, that's really the way you want to see it. Right. <laughs> he sounds he sounds He's tasty, delicious. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's how it started. Okay. But how about the picture though? Oh, you mean the the picture of me on the thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Because I'm still feel thinking like a Photoshop mixed with your um you were arrested a couple of couple dozen times right never convicted let's be sure let's make no, sure of course we've got not. i wouldn't down. want to incriminate right. yeah. you on this on this yeah. lousy podcast look I, th- I said to the judge i said it's my life if i want to live naked on a beach that's up to me you right. know what i'm saying absolutely doesn't matter if it was baker beach or or china beach where's that that was that tv show okay. i got fired from the pilot for not dressing for yes <laughs> We, you know what, yeah. SK, we love your acting. We just need you to put on clothes. This is ABC. No, I'm method, man. Yeah, I'm I know. I lo- and that's what we all respect about you. That's so, right. again, this picture. Okay, so here's the thing. So, Coco can't be with us anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now, what are we going to do? That was the worry. Well, I got, re- I got, I not only replaced him, I upped the ante. The well, ante was But that's up. the thing. You didn't really replace him. You were with him. On the last show we had Coco Bear with, you were the guest. I know. That was your first appearance. Mm-hmm. But right afterward, you didn't come back. We had Shantuan. Shantuan was just a, a temporary Band-Aid before I could come in oh, and be the glue that held the whole thing he's together. He's going to hear this. He's going to be upset. I'm happy for that. <laughs> I'm calling him out. No, here's the thing. In fact, Shantuan, we didn't really have him as the co-host. Shantuan. He was what your role is now. He was the musical director. And the money behind it. That's That's true. That's true. Brains, That's why he's back brawn. at the head office now in <clears throat> Hayward. So since Shantuan was the musical guest... Mm. That's what we focused on. Not so much on uh, the the banter, but really, he was really talented in coming up with Max, songs. He was the Max Weinberg of his time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, feel, I feel a song from that. <laughs> I, feel, I feel it too. Oh, please. Please let there be a song. <laughs> Fat baby, don't. Don't eat that mama's milk. <laughs> You're gonna get diabetes, and they're gonna cut off your toes when you grow up. Ain't nothing like cutting off little fat baby's toes. <laughs> little fat baby, cute fat baby's toes. <laughs> little fat baby's toes. <laughs> cute little fat baby. You're gonna get cholesterol. <laughs> Mama likes that sweet candy, baby. And. Daddy, please stop bringing her ice cream. She's got too much chocolate as it is. And the baby's fat. <laughs> Ten pounds. Fat babies. Hey, fat babies. Fat babies. There fat you have baby. it. On the top On billboard, iTunes. 100. Yeah. Poor little animal. You didn't have to die. You didn't have to kick the bucket. We miss you so much, but you won't be coming back. There's a lot of them like you out there. We replace you with a little pit we buy. We purchase on my pit coal. They grow in a bunch, and we stay dead animals. That was for his K. Take me back to Norway. Don't leave me in San Francisco. I hate it here. There's hippies. They're all taking up in me and clean me up. Let me live a clean life where I'm actually from. Take me back to Norway, Norwegian Joe. You know, I love that. It was beautiful. That was amazing. The man's a talent. 
Uh, he's not as good as me. I ag- or good as I. Well, I love you both. So both of you suck. Does that oh, make okay. you feel any better? That's actually that's fine. Oh, okay. As that's long good. as he and I can fight in some sort of exactly. Thunderdome. Well, we're we're hoping that this coming up on after the new year, we'll have uh, dueling ponchos. That would be fun. You. Yeah, I think it would. Be. It would be like if can we set up some sort of a large, not gated community, fenced in area, <laughs> some sort of a. <laughs> Some sort For of Shantuan, a that, he calls that a gated community. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> and 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 we'll get in there, and uh, uh, I'll be Lord of the Wasteland Ooh. at the end of it. Oh my goodness, Lord I of think the Wasteland, Pete Feliciano. I think we have a new radio play. We got to start writing Lord of the Wasteland, right? Because Stealth Cat has been so uh, swept. It swept the nation. It has. Must have been sweeps. Now you know hmm. uh, we have been having a lot of re-listens. <laughs> So off into the ocean Henry Stealthcat goes, armed with only his eyes of yet undefined superpowers and a snug in all the wrong places cat suit. He ventures deep into the dark Pacific Ocean, confident in his mission's success. That is until he's about 30 feet from shore, where he is drawn out to sea by a strong undertow. Aye, Philip. The sea's a dark and frigid place. I should know. I've been married to it. Are we there yet? How much longer? Not long now. I've got an idea. Why don't you be heading up to the bow? Let's play the quiet game. But I'm bored. Maybe you'd like to go below the deck and play with the skin-tailed kittens. No, I don't want to go. How much longer, Captain? I tell you what. You go relieve Hooper up in the crow's nest. I'll have a make a hey a ho. Make a make a high, make a hick a ho. I tell you what, you gotta leave Hooper up in the crow's nest, and I'll have the cook make you a nice grog flute, okay? Okay. I always got to go to the crow's nest. How come Hooper doesn't have to go? It's not fair. All right, I'm up here. There's nothing here. This is lame. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I see something. Hooper! Hooper! Go right! Huh? Hooper! Ah, starboard Hooper! You idiot, ain't you watching? It's a man! Or a, like a wet... It's like a wet cat. It's like a wet cat man. Like that guy who had surgery. To look like a tiger and he's always hanging out at Disneyland. No, I don't. I don't think so. It's kind of like. It looks like. Uh, is that? I think Henry. Henry Stealthcat. Hey, I haven't heard that name since I kidnapped him and sold him into slavery. Really brings back memories. Henry, is that you? Yeah. Who's that? It's Philip. Filipino. Stella's housekeeper. <laughs> I'm racist. We all thought we all thought you were dead when you disappeared. What happened to you? I was shanghaied by Santino Sharky. Ah, shiver me timbers. No way, me too. Do you know Captain Tennille? Yeah, hi, Captain. Hey. Real wordy, Captain. You want you want a ride, Henry? No, I'm on a mission. I'm a superhero now. Boss. Okay, we got to go. I'm going to work on for one of... I'm, okay. Boss, okay. We, we got to go anyway. Okay, I'm going to work for one of the original investors in Google, Henry. I'll send you a plane ticket. By the way, did you hear? Stella's going to marry Sharky. The words cut Stealth Cat like a knife, cutting through something that was equally upsetting. He knew now that what he had to do. He would make his way back to San Francisco, stop the wedding. He swam for what seemed like a whole minute, a minute and a half even, before he was overcome with exhaustion once more. It looks like a malnourished panther. No, I think it's a mermaid on his way to Burning Man. That would make it a merman. Whatever. You fools! It is the sacred sea cat come to bless our hunt. I don't know, this guy looks definitely into some freaky sort of cosplay. Maybe Coachella. Maybe Comic-Con. San Diego? Pittsburgh. Bingo, that's it. Silence! I wasn't done. Silence. Okay. Chief's please. 
That bingo is kind of funny. Where's Shanhorn? Oh, okay. <laughs> In any case, so during that time, that the rest of that season, what we were trying to do is we'd have little fill-in co-hosts, yes. Right. Like we had on Kathy Lee and Richard, whatever the name of that show Sherman. Is. Sherman exactly. and, and... Kathy Lee and Richard Sherman, yes. Captain and Now, Chenille. that's a show I would watch. What, who? Richard Sherman from the Seahawks with Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that would be fantastic! Now it's Kelly Ripa. And <laughs> That's right, Kelly Ripa and, and X, Y, and Z. Yes, so it was something like that. In the meantime, we had like Indigo, Kathy Java. Ripa, and the drummer from Yes, Anderson Bruford, Wakeman, and How. Right, the the drummer from, <laughs> from Yes was How. I don't know. Yeah, didn't that that happen in the late '80s? They couldn't use Yes anymore, and they put out an album: Anderson, Bruford, Wakeman, and How. Did they do, did they do, uh, what do you mean they couldn't use yes? Because I, I still see them all the time. There's a yes. possibility I just made that up just now, but the point is they still, the guys from yes did an album with their last names. All right, what about this picture though? The, you still haven't answered the question. Oh, so what I'm saying is, is we had these other guests. It was like Indigo Java. Sure. And um, PJ, our, 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 our cub record, reporter for the, for the Giants. Of course. And here's the thing. Remember Susie L. Kind of. That's right. Speaking of one-eyed cab drivers, okay, I want to say send a shout out to all you Uber drivers that put, are nice enough to put fragrances in your car because last night that car it smelled like he urinated right on the floor. Man. <laughs> what is up with that? You know, you would think somebody that's trying to get into the business will put a little fragrance. Most of the Uber drivers have fragrances. So I'm going to send him a, like, a little love. <laughs> but that guy last night, Samir, his name Samir was something sad. Shouldn't he be driving a taxi? Maybe maybe it was a person that I got in before you that smelled like urine. No. Maybe they were. Uh, that's a native smell. Hey. That, was, oh, that, was native. that was native to that car. Uh. You, you think I'm hard of smelling? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that we guy, all know ooh. that if you lived in San Francisco, you know what urine smells like. Yeah. Man, that guy, that car was full of pee. Today was Fan Fest, San Francisco Giant Fan Fest. Is that right, PJ? That is correct. Yes. Yeah, here we go. There's no Giants. And uh, now you're the the, the biggest uh, Giants fan in San Francisco. Did we do some research and, and discuss that and find that out? She's the biggest fan that I've ever met. I can oh, okay. tell you that. She's the biggest fan that we know. Yes. Okay. Big, now, are you willing to say you're part of the throng, part of the adoring throng for SK Morton? Wow. <laughs> I'll say yes. Okay, just say oh, okay. yes. I have to think about that yeah. one. I mean, only because I didn't know what was it was something hidden in, in yeah, that. No, 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 no. Okay. Just, we're going to make you the biggest Giants fan among the throng. Oh, so, God. if any throng members have any questions, need a place oh, no. to crash, that sort of thing. PJ's penthouse. PJ's penthouse. <laughs> this is the podcast that aspires to be to the point. You're horrible. I'm so I'm fired. Okay. <laughs> this is the podcast that aspires yeah, to be yeah, the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. I can't have children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So not now the thing is now Susie L's been around. She's really she isn't the number one throng member in that. In chronologically per capita, but she, precisely per capita, but she is self-proclaimed our biggest fan, which I think is a uh, a tall claim because technically Chantuan would be probably our number one fan because he's not good enough to be on the podcast anymore. Oh. So, but he listens oh, all the I time. Did not say that. So that's what it. I that's was what it, That's say, what I'm saying. I wasn't going to say that at all. Well, I am. Can you hear me, Hayward? <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> So that's oh, <laughs> so, but there was someone else who was similar that would show up. Remember the night? Were you there the night? Fan? No, you weren't because the lights went out because you were not the co-host yet. Fancy Nancy, we pulled her out of the audience. Really? And she became a big, big hit. <laughs> Did you talk about the slime? The, what? I didn't tell what? her. <laughs> Can I get my time? Yes, you. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking. Sorry. Yes. No. No. Go ahead. Absolutely interrupt. I actually saw 
a picture on National Geographic of uh, two young monks taking mm-hmm. selfies. So, you know, you say they have cell phones. Yeah. It's really interesting, right? You're like, yeah. you're not supposed yeah. to be taking a selfie. Well, here's what we've been sold. <laughs> no, like them out of all people, you know, you wouldn't expect it from them. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with them? Selfie taking monks. <laughs> I like martinis and dark and stormy. It soothes the soul. What is dark oh. and stormy? Soothes the soul. Wow. Yeah, that's is... my saying for it. <laughs> but it's just a really good combination. And what's it called again? Old dark English. and stormy. Dark and stormy. <laughs> kind of racist back there <laughs> it's a little racist you don't seem very excited at all can i say something yes oh he's asleep we got a audience it's member is asleep freaky over there like i'm sorry i wasn't gonna say anything but it's been creeping me out the whole night <laughs> like, sorry. so, uh, so this show has a website how did this you is, get in here? I, don't, I have I no don't idea. I, thought, I invited myself. I thought we pulled her out of the seat. Yeah. She kind of seems clueless. SK. I think uh, she no, might be a I'm, mole. I'm representing for those that don't know. Okay. Oh, I see. So you're the, the positive. She's representing things. ignorance. Oh. <laughs> and. Okay. Whoa! Yeah, see what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, there was excitement. There was some. There was some exciting things. We had the snail assassin. Are you just gonna do that every time? We... You know, I gotta say, I am fascinated with the snail talk. I, I I've never known. In fact, well, you know, they get kind of electrocuted when they touch copper. Kind of electrocuted. Well, you have a. A wealth of knowledge <laughs> no. on how to torture snails. Okay, so here's the deal. If, if this works either if you want to oh, like, raise snails oh. to sell or if you want to get them out of your garden. Or if they have information and they won't give it up. Which do you want to do? <laughs> what I want to know is, um, so you can torture them with salt and <laughs> copper. Wait, wait, I that, haven't told you how the copper works Yeah, yet. we want to hear how Did she you, tortures with copper. Well, Let's hear about first this. First, I want to I know how you fastened them. Did you, like, duct tape them to, that, like, a little chair, a little Barbie chair? And then, you know, torture them with She a, would ask him a, a question. With She'd a go, penny. wrong answer. <laughs> wrong answer. Here's a penny. No, they have to actually walk onto the copper themselves. Oh, they do. You don't just, like, hold a copper pen. So she had a tiny little cattle prod to get them to get onto the penny. So, okay, so they walk yeah, she on, put a little piece of cheese. What happened? What's the reaction? You get this copper. It's like tape, wide tape. Uh-huh. And you just put it around the garden beds. Uh-huh. So if they go over it, they're done. <laughs> And then you come out there and there's like... So you don't eat snails because you think they taste good. Oh, I do love you them. You eat them out of pure hatred. I don't hate them. <laughs> she does. But you know, She's I the was Grendel gonna... of snails. You want to know what I was going to get? I was going to get a t-shirt that said, I am a snail's slave. Because my garden, I worked and worked and worked. Guess what happens? The snails eat it. Hold on. Here's, here's well, maybe they enjoy. So the snails were asking for it. Here's something I don't understand. I'm I'm gonna ask you this: Are, Aren't uh, hippies supposed to be like? Uh, yeah, aren't just a love creatures. Yeah, of all like all shapes and oh, sizes. Yeah, you know. Snails, Shouldn't you just be a vegetarian? God's, I'm gonna yeah. call the pita people. We need to get them down here. <laughs> flower child, you know. I oh, love flower. Yeah. There you have it. They oh, ate my flowers. Oh. The they ate my flowers. They ate my herbs. She's yes, like, I love the flowers. She's like a muscle for the flower children. She she's was. their muscle. <laughs> she's a flower. If you high let binder. the snails go, you know, without abatement, there would be no flowers left on the planet. Oh, so well, you have is... a choice. It's either flowers or snails. Which would you have? I'm Let's not say saying you open that. the door to your house and you're Here's There's what, just snails I don't, I don't think with that, little protest I signs. I don't think that SK is taking <laughs> exception to the reduction in the snail population. It's the torturing of the yeah. snails. How would you kill them? By a spa of just warm water? A little, a little mini sing snail them a little ukulele song you know, while they're drowning like you do to lobster? I'll, I'll tell yeah. you how to kill them. Beer. That's I did just, that too. You did I the did beer that thing? too. Yeah, I had beer traps all over what my do, yard. What do you do? That's, that's a good way to die. Put them in die. beer and then put them in little matchbox cars and no. let them ride drive until they wreck. Or <laughs> <what>? <laughs> you just, you just... <laughs> Have you ever seen a beer trap in the morning? I'll let you. I'll bring one to you, and you can see how much fun it is to clean them out. You a can't eat trap. them then; it's too late. Yeah, you fill it with beer in the morning. You could it's batter them dead and eat them. Snails. Yeah, why don't you batter them? They like after beer. they've been in the beer because you have to. There's a certain you technique know why? See? You want, for getting them ready to eat. You have to put them in a bed of cornmeal for three days, and it de-slimes <laughs> and not wake them. them at all. 
<laughs> don't bother them. <laughs> Let them sleep. <laughs> Why'd you ring the doorbell? The snails are sleeping. <laughs> All right. So have we have we exhausted the snail talk? No, well, I can go on forever, but it's totally up to you. About snails? Yeah. Uh, that sounds I didn't like talk a challenge. About how you know you just make a bed of cornmeal. Right. Okay. You, you make your bed. Be now you eat it. For three days. So are they alive when you put them in there? Yes. That's are they the all point. comfy and cozy? Yes. And then the cornmeal is absorbing the slime. So you so dehydrate the- them <laughs> while they're alive. She de-slimes after them. About, I see why you call him two. the other side of your brain. After day two, one looks over. And says, hey, you're losing a lot of weight there, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't even. I've just been sitting here resting the whole time. You know, you burn a lot of calories at rest. Well, actually, they aren't eating. Sadly, oh. this is sounding kind of so you sadder. Of torturous. Yeah, kind you're of making you have to, them. I might have starve to them. Pour salt on them. Burn them with salt. Yeah. Ah, to be a lobster. <laughs> well, she waterboards those. Yeah. Well, there's no meat on snails. Isn't they're not made out of. Meat? Are yeah, they? they're, they're an animal or an oh, insect or they're whatever. They're only meat. Yeah, that's all they are is meat. <laughs> Usually, you don't crunch the shells or anything. Okay, so that's now let me ask. Right. I have one. Do have one escargot question? Uh, the shells that they come, you know, when they oftentimes that's the presentation. Are those their shells? Yes, those are. They number them when oh you put the. Oh my goodness, that is sadistic. Did you know that actually in France you can buy in the freezer department pre-cooked. <laughs> Snails in garlic and butter. You just put them in the microwave. And you got a thing for garlic and butter. Have you have you tried noodles? They do don't you taste make, like snails. Do you make the snails dig their own graves? <laughs> <laughs> Before she tortures them and kills them. <laughs> I think I'm refusing to answer. And we <laughs> and we had aquatic bonkers, and that's where you were back. I do remember. That was my third, second. That was your second. It was my second time on. Yes. When I, when I went toe-to-toe with Shantuan Miller from <laughs> Shantuan Miller. ACT Hayward. That's right. I don't know what that means. What was, your, was that your third or second? second I, or third? I was going to say third. How many times were you with us before you became the co-host? You became the co-host on episode 22. Really? Do you remember that? Was that the official? Because I remember you didn't make it official for a couple episodes. Because uh, uh, when Telly was on, when Telly was on, yeah. that was when you, it, the name of the thing is Incoming Co-Hosts. Oh, that's... Outbound Hip Hop. You are right. Right. It's not like anyone knows me anyway. Yeah. I'm just some lowly Sure they do. You're Pete Feliciano. Yeah, you Entertainer lying. extraordinaire. You think? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Well, I did. <laughs> I did till I met Telly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You know, but then after he leaves, I'll be back. That's smooth talking. Thank you very yeah, much. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you know, mouthpiece over matter. Yeah, son. I'm just saying, son. I'm just saying. <laughs> take it back, Telly Prado. <laughs> take it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ladies, take it back. what about you? <laughs> it's your day, and not just how you look, but how you feel. The state of mind. You need Bridal Fitness Coach. Oh, yeah. On the trainer, Tammy Fox. The goal is to train strong, happy, and healthy women. Not fat. <laughs> we know you want to look good and feel amazing on one of the most important days of your life. This is about making a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life. Whether your wedding day is next year or next month, Bridal Fitness Coach is here to make sure you're looking and feeling fabulous. Fabulous. With a Bridal Fitness Coach trainer by your side, you can stop worrying about fitting into that special dress. You will be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, time frame, and your budget. To make it more convenient, you can be trained at a gym with private access or in your home or office. 
Brides, bridal parties, and grooms too. To schedule a free consultation, you can visit www.bridalfitnesscoach.com or you can give us a call at 415-317-6827. Bridal Fitness Coach, make a commitment. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lazy Podcasting. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. If we did this every week, it would be awesome. Right. We'd be in and out of here in 10 minutes. And uh. then Bill Cartwright, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> no, the fact of the matter is, I'm, I'm the one asking questions here. Oh. All right? I don't need to hear it from you. Right. So. I don't know why I approved that. I need more apple juice. You want some more apple long, juice? Real, it's been a really long episode. I'll tell you what, hmm. since we are talking about the past, mm-hmm. you know some of my favorite episodes? The very special episodes? That's, is when we can get the group of us like you, me, uh, Squidge, Shantuan, mm-hmm. and KS. Yeah, those would be nice. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had one with Shantuan and KS. Maybe once. Maybe. No, I, no, no, no. I wasn't. think we've had Shantuan and KS, but I don't think you were there. <laughs> Can I see about the humpbacks? They're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those are humpalumps and woozles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No, I didn't. Is Humphrey back? No, that's the thing. They're making a big deal about these three that came just in the bay and hung out in the bay on Wednesday. And no don't mention they, of Humphrey. Don't they do that period? Maybe it's too long ago. They've, they've... The, young, the youngsters don't remember Humphrey. Do you guys remember Humphrey the humpback whale? No. Nope. So there you go. Maybe they're not bringing up Humphrey because it wasn't that big of a story. We just remember it because we. Well, it was a giant story that in 1987 because he went all the way. He went up the Delta and up the the River Sacramento River, and they're trying to turn him around. They're trying to turn him around over there. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't want him to die. What was he doing? Looking for chicks, man. Chicks, Chicks, man. (laughs) Wells, man. Man, Didn't Sir Mix a lot think about a humpback whale? I like humpbacks. I cannot lie. Okay, well, the, the, the thing is this. Here's the real story to me. They're interviewing the woman who's in charge of the whales in the Farallon Islands kind of a deal. Who put her in charge? Home. She was off yeah, the did the clock. whales vote for her? How did <laughs> yeah. she get in that well, position? Not How did only she that, get that position? Let me ask you a question. Let's say you're a whale. You're the Farallon Island, the whale executrix. Whalearian? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She noticed the whales from her. Now, they were in the bay. She noticed them from her office. Really? If you can, then she should be in charge of the whales. If she could spot, if she them. could spot them <laughs> from, from from over the horizon. Well, that's what I'm saying. She has a window that opens up onto the bay. And she says she's right. Her office is by the Golden Gate Bridge and opens up and it looks into the bay. Well, what's her name here? Let me see if I have her name written down. Does she say "ahoy" a lot in her email? Her name is going to say. Her name is Mary Jane Shram. Ahoy. Excuse me, Mrs. Shram. What are you doing? Arg, I'm looking for whales. <laughs> <laughs> When she spotted them, did she scream, There she blows! <laughs> she did. She is the uh, spokeswoman. Okay, she's not even head whale executrix. She is the spokes <laughs> the spokeswoman for the Gulf of the Farallon National Marine Sanctuary. What I'm saying is, c- commercial space, office space in San Francisco, as we talked about recently, yeah. $700 a foot down for the Shreve building. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. Who is this? The, who are these people, this... The Farallon National Marine Sanctuary that they have a spokesman and her or a spokesperson. Woman. I don't think that's a word. Uh, that has an office. She's got an office with this window opening up, looking over the over, you know over it, the bay. You know that some, sounds pricey. That sounds pricey. Uh, How's that getting funded? He, here's the thing. Somebody called it in and said, "Are there's some whales in there? There be whales. There be whales. <laughs> there's three of them, and they they're up to no good. Maybe they were funded with pirate treasure." Okay. Yeah. If they're funded with private treasure, I'll lay off. There was booty. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that the reason why she took the credit for spotting them, she really didn't. I mean, nobody spots a whale from their office and goes, okay, I'm the first one to see them. So I think why she took the credit for it is the reason, the same reason why she has a, a office with the window there. See, oh, I see. It's she all had, politics there out in the whale world. Well, what she had to say is, you know, I spotted them. That's why you pay me. That's why I have this office. 
And that's why I'm here. She called the boss. That's true. Yep. It is a big validation of that. Of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Putting but her in charge. Not, but she's not the head whale person. She's, she's just a spokes. She person. speaks to them. Well, what was the head whale person doing? Doesn't it's not even talking. About Where's their no. office? Maybe it's in the crow's nest. In the crow's nest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it's Gracie and. Oh my goodness! That's true. It's George and Gracie. Has with anybody their checked the park for a bird of prey? You know what? It's interesting you say that. Did you hear about the chickens in Golden Gate Park? I did not. No. Golden Gate Park? Golden is, Gate is Park that, chickens. Is that what we're calling hipsters now? No. Here's the deal with the chickens. It's very similar Toxic to the to what why water. we need the SK Morton Amnesty Pond. To feed the oh, chickens. Yeah. Here's the deal. And they think <laughs> and they, you know it's interesting, Squidge. They are blaming this on the hippies. They are, huh? Because they want to have the what's it called? Face to face to fork. Scapegoat? No, the the, the they want to have the organic nose detail. Nose to t- no. <laughs> they want to have the what? Right? That's what it is, right? Farm to table. Farm to table. Ah. Yeah, hand to mouth. Whatever it is. <laughs> so when they they want to have the wildlife. They want they want to have the you know the organic. The, and organic. they want to keep it close to home and all. So they all went out and bought chickens. Okay. And the chickens only produce so many eggs. Right. Uh-huh. And then they're done producing eggs. They're like, oh crap, right. where's Trader Joe's? And we all we we can imagine how that can you imagine if one of those things needed to be killed? I think I just kill myself with a vegematic. So they're not gonna say, Okay, we're out of eggs, let's have some chicken now. So instead What are they just, doing with them? They're dropping them off in Golden Gate Park. They're releasing them into the wild. Nice. They're releasing chickens into the wild. Let's, into go, get the some, <laughs> let's go get some rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Golden Gate Park is the wild. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing is, there are coyotes and raccoons, and that are you know they're killing these chickens. So I guess yeah. What do they think is going to happen to the chicken when gonna, they let it off? They're going to roam free. They're going to roam free. The chickens just sitting there as they drive away, thinking like, "So do I call you or what? How do I get home?" He didn't even give me his number. They're free range now. <laughs> Darn hippies. So there's uh, there is a group. It's trying to save the chickens. They have a really nice office that opens yeah. right onto the bay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place called Harvest Home, which educates the public on how to care for fowl. And it, kill them. That's it, a thing. Is it a coincidence that it really sounds like, uh, <laughs> sounds like the like name a, of a rotisserie restaurant? Exactly, Harvest Home. They're, they're, their down mission down is to educate home. the public on the fowl? Yes. That was the that, that was, was the their need mission. in yeah. society yeah. that needed There's filling. someone out there who looked around and they saw disease. What's going wrong with the world and, today? And they saw Bob's donuts. They it's, saw, it's education uh, is the problem. They saw child soldiers. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and they saw terrorism. Right. Right. And they thought, you know what? Pandemic disease. Yeah, exactly. And they thought to themselves, hunger. Yeah, sure I can climb on board with uh, what's her name McLaughlin and we can do commercials of sad dogs. But no, no. <laughs> that's not specific enough. I want to educate the world. On foul. Well, Google's been doing research on it, and yeah. it turns out that hunger and war and pollution, if you look at the data on a large scale, all of those things have chicken in common. <laughs> and if the if the, edu- if the public was better educated about chicken, about chicken yes. you could solve that. Then all of these things. Bill and M- Melinda Gates are looking into it, too. <laughs> wow. Uh, they're thinking that this may be the way forward. No one would have thought it, but yeah. It's well, chicken knowledge is the problem. Well, that was that wasn't fun because I wasn't there. Do you see that? I see. That's why I that was just saying. a dud. <laughs> Dude, by the way, I'm remembering there as far as very special episodes go. Yes. Yeah. Besides the fact that Chantwan's a little special. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the very special as far as I, do you remember the uh, the show Step by Step? Uh, is that the one with step Balky? By step day by day. Is that no, with that's P- not uh, uh, the, no. the the man from Atlantis? What? And uh, and Chrissy from Three's Company. Uh yeah 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 okay yeah yeah Patrick Duffy was Patrick, the man from Atlantis. Oh yeah. I, don't, I don't. Oh yeah, I had Dallas an autograph from him with the webbed fingers from a car show. That's really here in the city. I, was that more pathetic for you or for him? Too close to call, really. Okay. Yeah. Well, suffice it to say, that show had a very special episode, and I remember it was when the goofy neighbor kid. He was dyslexic. And the, the whole half-hour episode was devoted to the fact that he didn't know what was wrong with him. He went and got tested. Turns out he was dyslexic and it was like supposed to be like a very special episode. Huh. Wonder I'm if just I can, saying. I wonder if I can find a clip that have something to do with that. There's one story that sticks in my mind. And I, I, I promise you, I really don't like 
scatological humor. I really don't. <laughs> but it continues to fun. come up. Oh, this is great. <clears throat> Apparently, and my dad lived over... I was actually just in the neighborhood today. I was over in his old neighborhood today. It was down on the south side of town. Uh, something terrace. Uh, broad, no, Broad Street. He lived over by Broad Street. That's I, I could be wrong, but I always think of him as being in the Excelsior. Is that too far north? Like San Jose? No, it's, it's, he was a little farther no. west than Excelsior. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was on Broad Street. He was near Balboa. Okay. And um, there was an old man. He would have been, I guess, this would have been like 1945. And there was an old man that lived in the yard behind them. So if he's an old man, that means he was around, you know, before cars, before indoor plumbing. Right. And in fact, the man did not use his indoor <laughs> I plumbing. I just remembered the story you're going to tell. <laughs> he would go out. He had a hole in his backyard against the fence that he would do his business. He had dug apparently a latrine in his backyard. Yeah, he dug a latrine. It's a, much, it's a much healthier way to... <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're an older person set in your ways. He's talking about the squatting, which we've talked about before on this show. I can't believe we have, but I think you're right. (laughs) You always talk about this. No, No, we brought it up because it traumatized Pete in China. (laughs) Anyway. So I'm imagining an old, wiry old Civil War veteran is what I'm seeing with a long beard and everything. But he would, well, so my dad and his friend Crazy Johnny. I never got from my dad what his the kid's last name was. It was always just Crazy Johnny. He would always do. He is crazy. In, he features large in all of dad's stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Crazy Johnny dug a hole just on the other side of the fence and then popped through. Oh, no. And <laughs> so they waited for the man to come out, and they put a shovel in through the hole. What? The man did his business, and then they would pull the shovel out. So when he would look down... <laughs> You wouldn't see anything. <laughs> yes. That must have taken a lot of patience. <laughs> it also took, you know, some. Yeah, that's dedication to the gag, yeah. <laughs> right. That's awesome. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff. See, this is the stuff. See, kids, see, parents. <laughs> get yes. rid of your PlayStations. Get rid of your televisions. It's time for old fashioned hole digging. <laughs> right. This is intense to me. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that was the kind of stuff that he had done. Well, that so, really worked out. So that was Urkel? It was, no, it was Balky. Bal- okay, gotcha. You know, that's the thing is because you know I love TV. Uh-huh. But I also love movies. Do you? Yes, I do. Like what? Well, there's my, I have, you know, my my five favorite. Uh, Crocodile Dundee 2. There was a second one? There was a second one. That's where they went back to Australia, right? And uh, what's you know they're not married anymore. What's his? What's his? uh, uh, Colin Quinn was in that apparently. That's right. I forgot about that. He's one of your faves. He is one of my favorites. Here's the thing. Talk about a 180. I didn't like Colin. Why? Because of remote control. I didn't see any remote. But tough crowd. That's what I'm saying. Love tough. Here's what. Have I never told you this? It was. I first saw Colin Quinn on remote control, and he was, he was obnoxious. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was obnoxious and loud and not funny. But, but was this before uh, this, SNL? This is the like the first or second year of MTV. No, but he was young and he was yelling, and it just wasn't. And he wasn't funny. Now I know that he couldn't be funny because he was just the announcer guy, mm-hmm. and we all know that the announcers cannot be funny. So then he went mm. to S- Saturday Night Live, right. and he took over for Norm on the news, and I uh-huh. loved Norm. Norm. So was, now I was angry. I've been listening to a lot of Norm as well. Oh, Norm's hilarious. So I was now angry that Colin was Trying somehow to take his spots. Yeah, exactly. Now, the fact is, if you go back and you look at Colin doing the news, it was hilarious. Right. So, but I still, I wouldn't give in. I wouldn't give in because he was that guy from remote control. Then, after he left the show, he had like a two-episode sketch show himself. He's had tons of those. But it was, it came on right after Saturday Night Live. Mm. And it was, it was so much better than Saturday Night Live. It was so much smarter and so much funnier. And I was like, wow, maybe I was wrong about this guy. And then Tough Crowd came along, mm-hmm. and I went, oh, yeah, he's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's apparently he's your favorite out of all of those comedians. I think about that all the time. I mean, of the group, the Tough Crowd mm-hmm. group, yeah, yeah. But they were all funny. Patrice is Patrice mine. is great. Yeah. Greg was great. And it, by the way, and yesterday, because we're recording this as a... Uh, um, Midweek. The 30th. Uh, to, the 29th was his uh, five years passing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. on Facebook about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
All right, now I, I like the way this is going. <laughs> SK, Tony's taking over. <laughs> yes, S- SK's gone, darling. <laughs> He's been liquidated. <laughs> it's all Tony. It's all Tony now. Tony, well, welcome yes. to the show, Tony. Uh, thank you very much. I'd really enjoy some questions. Shall okay. we talk? Okay, so yes. Tony, so yes, Tony. Tony. Yes. Tony, uh-huh. um, where do you stay when you're in San Francisco? Well, I stay all over, really. really? I like to go down. I like to stay at the marina. Mm-hmm. I'll stay down in Union Square. Mm. So you're homeless. I be, I'm home. I live in a car. <laughs> <laughs> I bring my Cooper Mini Cooper. Hell it's very close. cozy. Very British. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Me, me and the me and the what's the you me and, and Sabine sp- both drive Mini Coopers. I have a spouse. Your spouse. And she comes with me, and we enjoy our trips. And we stay in the Mini Cooper, and we spoon. <laughs> You have. Yes. There's no option. But there are to spoon no options but to spoon. <laughs> That's the name of my new book. There I are no options but to spoon. <laughs> yes. I will need an illustrator. Oh. Yes. Oh boy, the accent is back. Is it? Yeah. She hears that. Oh. I, I'm sorry. I can only pay in euros. Oh, that's just fine. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I was here late. By the way, I so told SK I wouldn't be able to be here at all. But I'm actually here late. What Why are you late? Well, I'm I'm late because I observe time in metrics. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm unable to be here on time. It's about it's about seven tenths of an hour. I'm always behind. It's a it, oh, okay. how, how are we doing there, Squidge? Squidge McSqueezy, I love that. Squidge, he's one of the commoners, you can tell, yes. So anyway, so I come here and I stay at hotels, of course. Hotels. Uh, yes, I'll stay at hotels. But not cars. Not cars. I was joking. I, oh, have, okay. I have quite a dry wit. <laughs> are you a fan of Downton Abbey? I've never heard of such a thing. What are you talking about? How about Sherlock? Benedict Sherlock, Cumberbatch. Sherlock. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Cumbie. Oh, I just love Cumbie. I've got to say something. You know, I know because as all English people know each other. I told <laughs> Benedict. I, I brought him over. I said, Benedict, you can say no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's in everything. <laughs> My wife recently, she had a sonogram. I said, that's Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I don't mind that Benedict Cumberbatch is, is... Are you jealous of Benedict Cumberbatch? I'm not jealous at all. The man has a 14-foot-long neck. I'm okay. Uh, no. Okay, this so... This is ever so much fun, is it not? Yes. So what inspired you to begin blogging? I would have to say Robin Hood. That has nothing to do with blogging. I just have to say it. It's, a, it's like an OCD thing I have. I just have to say Robin Hood. Uh, yes, yes, Shantwan, you have a question. I was going to say it was Robin blonde. Hood. Oh, 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 oh. oh. oh to laugh, to laugh. Oh, it's just so fun here. You Americans. I'm, I'm trying oh. to figure you out. Yes, I know. Are so you, am I at the moment. I know. Are you the little spoon or the big spoon? So you're quite popular here that throng members are crying and everything. Yes, are they? <laughs> they are. <laughs> you know what crying we say? You know I was in the Royal Navy. The Royal Air. Were you? Of the, course I was, you not were. Not the Royal Navy. That would be preposterous. I was, on a, I was a pilot. And you would say, this gentleman behind me is in my six. Oh, why yes. would you say that? Because it's six o'clock, dear. Oh, oh. On your American clocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. I was thinking. Our clocks on only metrics. go to ten, you know. <laughs> Yes. In keeping with the metrics. Exactly. Very good. Yes, you're yes. following along quite nicely. I like the way you're tracking. Well, my people yes. are we're under the British for yes. some time. That's right. So oh, that's right. You're an Indian, up. dear, aren't you? I'm an you? Indian. Oh, wow. You are very, a very difficult nut to crack, you Indians. I'll tell you. Look at you know what that's called? That's called a pashmina, isn't it, oh, darling? Yes. Is it a pashmina? Why, yes, one of the yes. things that you took from my country. Oh, here we go. It's going to get like that, is it? Oh, I see. You know, we still have quite a large navy. And I believe India has a coastline, does it not? Yes, yes, you're going to be settled down now. They have aren't a notion, you? Yes. also. Yes, that's okay. We'll, they're, use, they're, we'll the, use our tech skills to very, defeat you. That's true. They could bring us down by yeah. putting us on on hold. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, Pete, hmm. if you want people to respect you, you have to respect them. That's exactly what I was going to do. 
Right? Meow. That wasn't it. That was Mary Tyler Moore. Anyway, at the end, boom, boom, Dick Wolf. That's right. Executive producer, Dick Wolf. Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes me tired. Yeah. And hungry. And kind of sleepy. Well, you know who that reminds me of. Who? Babette. Oh, yeah, because she's hungry? No, because she's black. Why That's you... right, because <laughs> she is black. Oh, okay. Okay, this is the thing. These poor little black girls with their loving white mothers with this dry hair, not only do they not put any oil in it, they don't comb it. They just let it fly in the wind. This is not little white girl's hair. It can't just be flying in the wind. It needs to be contained and controlled. Go to Walgreens. <laughs> Seriously, go to Walgreens. Get her some barrettes and some clips. And and actually, back up. Back up, Babette. First of all, talk to your husband's family members. I'm sure he has an aunt or a sister or a oh, mother Hold on, so let me just somebody. translate. For white people, that's an aunt. Okay. <laughs> Aunts. Yes. Okay. And and ask them to sit down with you and give you a lesson on how to take care of her hair. Now, if you don't have that, go to a black beauty salon and ask them. If you're in the Bay Area, go to Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland, maybe, for those that are not around here, is San Francisco's black neighborhood. That's right. <laughs> or you can go if you're in the city and you don't want to go to Oakland, which I totally understand. On Fillmore Street, there are some black salons. Make an appointment. And go there and ask them to show you how to take care of your daughter's hair. So I, I, with I showers. Co- I co- yeah, with showers. I co-wash my hair. What does that mean? It's where you wash your hair with conditioner. Oh, okay. Like I actually. Win. I, I use. That's win. what I use you too. Use too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh! I am like a black woman. You are. <laughs> See? So, She's moving on up. Yep. <laughs> so I was on the Win website the other day because I was ordering my new Win, and they have a Win product for little kids. Oh. So if you have, if you are a white mother with a little mixed race daughter, use the Win hair products on her hair, and then you just need a little bit of oil, and that would probably be all you need. Maybe like some like what jojoba. thirty weight? Like some, <laughs> like maybe some jojoba Olive? oil. Keep it soft. Hobo oil. Jojoba. Oh, jojoba. Jojoba oil. Okay. It'll be good for her hair and keep it conditioned. But don't let her just run around. You can't just wash it and let her just run around with this wild hair. Looking like Blue Ivy. Have you seen Blue Ivy's hair? (laughs) Yes. Okay, now here's a question. She's got black parents. What's wrong with those parents? Beyonce, or is this a whole Beyonce, other topic Beyonce of discussion? Beyonce and Jay-Z think because they're Beyonce and Jay-Z. They can do whatever they want. Their child can run around looking crazy. They need to comb that girl's hair. <laughs> it's not cute. Yeah, no. Because it's going to turn into dreadlocks. That's what happens if you don't control Great, it. I was going to have Beyonce it, and Jay-Z on it, next week. Well, <laughs> if you're not having Beyonce on, oh, no, yeah. absolutely not. It's not even happening. You can't handle it. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Back yes, to my that's more important. So I forgot what I was saying. You cut me off. He's so rude. I think it's time to say goodnight. <sighs> All right, let's say goodnight. I left my heart in San Francisco. All right. Well, thank you to the throng that might be listening. Hope you enjoyed. You got a kick out of what we did tonight. You got a kick Um, out of it. Whether you did or didn't, please tell two friends. That's our campaign for right now until the Patreon wins. Poison your enemies. (laughs) That's what we want. Tell two friends, poison your enemies. Also, give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening to. Just, just, Just do it. It would help us out, and it's no big deal to you. What do you care, right? Friend and follow us at SK Morton Funny. That's uh, Twitter and Instagram, and then Facebook. Put in SK Morton, we'll come up. Email skmortonpodcast at gmail, and don't forget the Amazon button. Money penny. At all. What what do you got? Do you got have any of the uh, shows? Yeah, Yeah, I've got one over on. At Walnut Creek, at Taste of the World, which is over at the Pleasant Hill Bards, uh-huh. uh, December 16th at about 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then I've also got January 14th, a gig at uh, the Ridgemark Country Club, 
which is like a golf place Ooh. in Hollister, California, with uh, the final out. replay. Exactly. All right, cool. All right. And the rest of you, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco. Your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Shalala.